Snack Harrigan's production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six Feet Under. Six Feet Under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this mystery is you, listen to another episode of Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? Before I hop into this, please remember to like, subscribe, share the podcast. Like, subscribe, share, rate, whatever it is that you can do to get the word out about the podcast. Please do it if you can do that. I appreciate that. I really, really, really appreciate that. Anyways, man, um, this is Six Feet the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Buche. I've already said that, but I was like saying it twice because listen, repetition is the cousin of progression. And man, this is the podcast where we sit back at the dinner table. We sit back, chat, relax, discuss a lot of things, man. We discuss a lot of stuff and we just got to eat a delectable meal. And I know you're probably like, what do we eat? I don't know. You tell me I'm in your house or you maybe you're in mine. I have no idea. But chances are I'm in your house because you're listening to this in your house and not mine. And as we sit back and eat after we got done eating, you're sitting here talking to me. I'm your Uncle P. And you're talking to me because you want some advice. And you're like, you want some advice? Yeah, you do. But you don't want the best advice. No, 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 no. You come here to me because I give you the realest advice. Exactly, right? I appreciate you, Sister Johnson. Frank, I ain't got nothing to say to you today. I'm not going to front with you all. I'm not in the best of moods. I don't know if that's shown in the lackluster of energy I gave in my introduction but hey regardless of the mood i'm in the show must go on and i guess me not being in a good mood kind of goes hand in hand with the show because i'm just kind of tired man and i've always been tired but i'm a new type of tired because i'm tired of a lot of y'all i'm sick and tired of y'all you're nervous anxiety depressed miserable driven sons of bitches so I'm going to go ahead and jump to this episode, man. I heard about the young lady, the track runner, um, the young lady. You know, I don't generally drop names because these people aren't paying me, so I don't drop their names. And that's why I don't use people's names, because also don't want to put names of people in mouths that are mine that uh, cannot defend themselves when they are here. So it's like, you know, no need for me to actually address people directly because they're not here. I don't like talking about people who aren't in the room. So I heard about the young lady, the uh, track runner, who, um, you know, you guys were all raving about a couple of weeks ago. She burnt motherfuckers in, I think it was the 100. Was it the 100? She burnt people in? I have no idea. But I know she did her thing, man. And I really didn't say much about it because it was not much for me to say, but I'm not really a track and field type person. It's not that I don't like the sport. It's just that I am terrible at running. Like, I legitimately cannot run. I don't think people realize that running is a sport. You have to be um, good at it um, initially to be able to do it. Not everybody can run. I cannot. I actually have very, very terrible running mechanics, which makes it very ironic that I played a sport called football when you do nothing but run. But if you understand the game of football, there's different types of running styles to which my type of running style in life adapted to playing that sport. Anyways, so I heard about her and I was like, yeah, that's dope. You know, beautiful black sister, newbie nugget out here running, doing her thing, man. You know, I think she has like orange hair. So shout out to her. She's she's a unique looking character. She does her thing. And I like that. I like people who stand out because I myself personally do not like standing out. I I'm sorry. I do not 
uh, like fitting in. I enjoy standing out to an extent, you know? And so it was, it was all love. I saw it and I was like, man, that's super dope. That's like, you know, that's just dope to me. And I just like, um, what's going on. <clears throat> the whole thing to me though, that started to piss me off and has now pissed me off is now this young lady has been, um, now tested positive for marijuana and has now has to miss a portion of the Olympics because of this marijuana uh, test. I'm sorry, this marijuana positive failed drug test. And it's not the marijuana portion. I'm going to put that aside. You know, I could go on and on in hours and hours about my personal opinions on marijuana and how this is a definitely a discriminatory it's a discrimination type thing, but I'm not going to go into that because it has nothing to do with that. I don't I don't care about that. We we can talk about that on another episode. What bothers me about this young lady's situation and continues to bother me about her situation is how many woulda, coulda, shouldas are coming out the woodworks. And this is why I say I'm tired because I am tired of all of you who have anything to say about this girl's situation outside of let's just allow her to process this and remember she's a human. Uh, if that if you have anything else to say out, outside of that, I'm tired of you. And this is why I'm tired of you. Many of you don't know what it's like to deal with success. I myself personally have dealt with some forms of success in life. And I myself personally can tell you, I, at a lot of times, did not know how to deal with success. I did not know how to, I did not, I did not know how to deal with the backlash of success. Let me tell you that. So I knew how to work hard to to remain. I'm sorry to obtain success, but I did not know what it took to sustain success, which was the backlash. And this is where a lot of y'all get fucked up, including myself. So let me allow you all to reintroduce yourselves. My name is Pooch. I am a human. Um, so just like you, I have a problem dealing with success and meaning that when I start having success or successful things start happening or good things start happening to me, I start sabotaging myself. I start fucking up. I start getting in my head. I start questioning things. I start wondering when things are going to go bad. I start wondering when this person's going to lie, when this person's going to cheat, when this person going to do something to make me feel insecure. And you know what I do? I ruin my success because I'm too busy um, sabotaging what the fuck I have going on. Therefore, I never get to the level that I think could be a peak form of success because I'm too busy worried about what may happen to what it could have should us, you know? Where when you have a young lady about like this track runner, this nice young lady, um, call it Lady R, nice Lady R, um, who obtained success like she did running that race and getting the record, you know, 10.48, whatever it was. When you have that type of success, you have to realize something here. It's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours placed into a human being who is one already naturally talented because she has to have the natural talent, which is her body. And then she has to have the work there that can make herself more talented. Now she has success, right? And that's really fucking successful to become an Olympic athlete. And it's a small percentage of people who can be an Olympic athlete in the world, right? So when you look at her success and you look at all she had to do to get that, right? And you see her make a mistake, like fail a drug test. And then you hear people who have never ever put in one eighth of the dedication that she has placed upon herself at 21 years old of life. You hear people who will never ever be in this woman's shoes. You hear people who will never even beat this woman 
in a one-legged foot race. Matter of fact, you wouldn't even be able to beat this girl in shit, honestly. I don't know what you would be able to beat this young lady in, but you give an opinion on her life. That's cool, because we can all give opinions on people's lives. That's, that's totally fine. But what always blows my mind is how people give opinions on people's lives in situations they'll never be in. As people will say shit like, you know, if I was her, then I would have waited. Or if I was her, I would know how much I had on the line. Or if I was her, I would have never, ever ruined a good situation like this. Well, let me explain something. You'll never be her. You'll never be her. I'll never be you. You'll never be me. So leave your hypotheticals at the fucking hypothetical door. We hypothetically don't give a shit. Okay? Because hypothetically, you're not going to help the situation. Because hypothetically, you don't know what the hell is going on. Actually, not even hypothetically. Actually, literally, you don't know what's going on in a person's life. So while you're out here passing your judgment, giving your opinions, writing your thick pieces on fucking Instagram or Twitter or whatever the hell y'all get y'all rocks off on getting off on giving people's opinions about their lives and shit that you can't never touch, nor can you ever be a part of. It just blows my mind, man. It makes me tired because it makes me wonder why. You see, when she was training to break that record or, you know, qualify for the race that she qualified that she can't be in anymore, when she was, you know, working towards that, you know what you were doing? Whatever the fuck you was doing. Okay? The young lady worked. She worked really hard for a situation that she no longer seemingly can't be in. That's fucked up. I feel really, really bad for her. She did something she wasn't supposed to do. So, man, you know, I don't agree with the rules, but... Shoulder shrugs, the fucking rules. It's like the law. I don't agree with most of the law, but guess what? If I start breaking it, guess what's gonna happen, boys and girls? I'm gonna go to jail. Yeah, they're gonna throw me in jail. Yeah. Because even if I don't agree with the law, that's not my fucking choice. I must just abide by it. And so although I don't agree with them not letting her run, I mean, hey man, the system is rigged, and that's all I gotta say. But you motherfuckers who just bring it upon yourself, dog, you people who really, really make it your, just you make it so much about you when it never, ever will be about you. I mean, things could be about you if you stop worrying so much about other people. It just makes no fucking sense to me. Like, I, I, like, I don't get, like, I don't get upset about many things in life. It really not much moves me to get upset because I don't really give a damn about much. I actually don't care. Like there's not many things I care about um, because there's not many people I care about in the sense of like deeply people who can really get me out of my character, you know. But one of the things can always rub me the wrong way, even when I know it shouldn't. It's just the opinions of sheep. Opinions of people who ain't never going to accomplish a damn thing, especially not nothing in the field of what that person's doing. And now you got an opinion on it. Dog, let me tell you something. I know nothing, nothing about space travel. So for me to even lend my damn opinion, whether it's good or bad, is so irrelevant you know nothing about this young lady's life. So for you to lend your opinion just because she does a sporting event that you seem to enjoy, shut the fuck up. Unless you get paid to talk about this. If you're a sports analyst, cool. This is your job, bruh, to talk about athletes. But if you are just some lily-ass motherfucker sitting at home eating ho-hos 
and you ain't did a sit-up in over 15 years, let alone 15 months, let alone 15 days, then shut up. The fuck you talking about what you would do in her situation? You would never be in her situation, dog. Shit, man, people, bro, just, yo, shit just makes me sick. Like, it just, it drives me fucking insane man it just it just does because don't get me wrong like i was disappointed when i heard that too and i was just like was like man damn you know damn, you know kid i really wish you know that shouldn't you know i really wish that didn't happen but then i scratched my head and i said man how old is this girl 21 oh god hey what a baby because on everything i love 21 is a child fam it really is I know a lot of us don't look at it that way. And, you know, being 29, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to coddle a 21-year-old like they're a fucking, you know, like they're a you know, five-year-old. But to think when I was 21, the standards that y'all be out here holding some of these 21-year-olds to, man, some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Y'all be bullshitting, bro. I don't like that. These people out here, motherfuckers, just barely, barely out here breaking high school. 21 years old, bro, and it's crazy just to be 21 years old. And I'm not even trying to make this a black and white thing because I really don't want to make this a black and white thing. I really, it's it's really not a black and white thing because it's not even more more so even about white people attacking her because I don't even, that's, no, I'm talking about people in general trying to attack someone who hasn't even really developed their frontal lobes yet. That's bullshit. Y'all, you know, y'all, man, I I'm starting to get frustrated because it's really some bullshit that we really do in America. And I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe some of my listeners in other countries can tell me, but I'm not really sure like where or why that is. If that's just an American thing, because the, the criticism that we give the youth in this country and the lack of leadership we give them is astonishing to me. You want to criticize the youth. And, and, and when I say you, I mean myself, too, because I have fucked up and done this. So, you know, y'all can go back and look at the Sarkarian Sunday when I went off on youth or if you heard me say this in the past. But I've criticized the youth. I have. I criticize people younger than me. And I have to go back and look at that and be like, you know what, man? That's fucked up, though, pooch, because you know what? You didn't know what you didn't know when you didn't know it. So for you to sit around here with your head on your shoulders, your ass on your shoulders to act like you just better than these younger people. Shame on you, dog. So shame on y'all. Any of you motherfuckers talking down on this little girl's name. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say little girl. I don't mean that. This young lady's name. For what she did. And for whatever reason she did it, that is her damn choice. That's what this country is supposed to be about. Giving your own damn choice. But it's always so amazing to me how inconvenient choice is to certain people. It's not a choice when you do it. Again, I can't even make this about black and white people because that that's not true. I've seen I've I mean, listen, I've seen people on both sides get this criticism on shit that they've done with their lives that other people will never even have the opportunity to do. Not because they don't, you know, they they lack the the privilege, but because they lack the drive. They lack the determination. They lack the will. They got all the fucking opinions. <sighs> in the world you listen to another episode of six feet on the podcast i am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance uncle Pucci. And like always ladies and gentlemen please 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 a lot of peace to kill the evil that's coming from within you and until next time i 
am. This is Sarah Kerrigan.